on my mind Got a taste for the cherry, I just need to take a bite Don't tell your mother, kiss one another Die for each other, we're cool for the summer My mind on your body and your body on my mind Got a taste for the cherry, I just need to take a bite Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The New Normal with Noma Kugunsuzwane. My name is Noma Kugunsuzwane. It's a Friday morning. It is indeed the 13th of August, 2021, and we are still celebrating Women's Month. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 7 of The New Normal with Noma Kugunsuzwane. This is where we talk all things COVID-19, and uh, we're discussing the new normal. And we've been covering different topics for the last couple of episodes, right? Um, and um, we have been talking about COVID. We've discussed life in the new normal. We've discussed COVID-19. We discussed what it is, difference between self-isolation and quarantine. We've discussed uh, the myths and facts about COVID-19. So today in episode seven, we're going to be talking about a vaccine, right? What is a vaccine? How does it work? We're going to be talking about that today on this episode. But before we start with the episode, we kicked off this podcast or we kicked off this episode rather with Demi Lovato, Cool for the Summer in the background. All right. So please do make sure that you follow me on social media, on Twitter um, and on Facebook and on Instagram. I finally created, um, I finally found, remembered my password. So I had to create a new Twitter password right? So I am on Twitter right now. I created a whole new password. Um, so you can follow me on Twitter at April underscore it's Google. That's where I'm at on Twitter. Okay. You can follow me um, on Instagram at it's Google Nsizwane. That's where I'm at. It's Google Nsizwane. And you can follow me on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook at Google Nsizwane. Um, That's where I'm at on all my socials. I'm even on TikTok at google underscore april 2000 all right so thank you so much for tuning in to episode seven today we're discussing vaccine and what it is uh, and what vaccination is all right so that's what we're going to be talking about today thank you so much for tuning in to episode seven so today we're talking about vaccine right what is a va what is vaccination how does a vaccine work and um we're going to talk about that all right also talking about the importance of getting vaccinated and the kind of diseases that vaccine vaccines prevent all right so that's what we're going to be talking about today 
on this episode. So thank you so much for tuning in. All right. So we've all heard about vaccinations. We've all heard about a vaccine. But what exactly is it? All right. Vaccination is a simple, safe and effective way of protecting people against harmful diseases before they come into contact with them. It uses your body's natural defenses to build resistance to specific infections and makes your immune system stronger. Vaccines train your immune system to create antibodies, just as it does when it is exposed to a disease. However, because vaccines contain only killed or weakened forms of germs like viruses or bacteria, they do not cause the disease or put you at risk of its complications. Most vaccines are given by an injection, but some are given orally by mouth or sprayed into the nose. So the most common one that we know is a vaccine that is given by an injection. That's the most common one that's used, right? So how does a vaccine work? Vaccines reduce risks of getting a disease by working with your body's natural defenses to build protection. When you get a vaccine, you mean your immune system responds to it. It recognizes the invading germ, such as the virus or bacteria. It produces antibodies. Antibodies are proteins produced naturally by the immune system to fight diseases, remembers the disease and how to fight it. If you are then exposed to the germ in the future, your immune system can quickly destroy it before you become unwell. The vaccine is therefore a safe and clever way to produce an immune response in the body without causing illness. illness. Our immune systems are designed to remember. Once exposed to one or more doses of a vaccine, we typically remain protected against a disease for years. So it basically means immunity, right? Um, this is what makes vaccines so effective. Rather than treating a disease after it occurs, vaccines prevent us in the first instance from getting sick. So the importance of getting vaccinated. Without vaccines, we are at risk of serious illness and disability from diseases like measles, meningitis, pneumonia, tetanus, and polio. So I guess that's why I had pneumonia, because I didn't get vaccinated for it. But anyway, many of these diseases can be life-threatening. WHO estimates that ch childhood vaccines alone save over 4 million lives every year. Although some diseases may have become uncommon, the germs that cause them continue to circulate in some or all parts of the world. In today's world, infectious diseases can easily cross borders and infect anyone who is not protected. Two key reasons to get vaccinated are to protect ourselves and to protect those around us. Because not everyone can be vaccinated, including very young babies, those who are seriously ill or have certain allergies, they depend on others being vaccinated to ensure that they are also safe from vaccine-preventable diseases. So what type of diseases do vaccines prevent? So there's a lot, okay? Vaccines protect against many different diseases, including cervical cancer, cholera, COVID-19, uh, diphtheria, I hope I said that correct, hepatitis B, influenza, Japanese encephalitis, measles, meningitis, mumps, pertussis, pneumonia, polio, rabies, uh, rotavirus, rubella, tetanus, ty uh, typhoid, typhoid uh, varicella, and yellow fever. 
Some other vaccines are currently under development or being piloted, including those that protect against Ebola or malaria, but are not yet widely available globally. Not all of these vaccinations may be needed in your country. Some may only be given prior to travel in areas of risks or to people in high-risk occupations. Talk to your healthcare worker to find out what vaccinations are needed for you and your family. So this is true. I mean, when you go to certain countries, um, you have to go get a vaccine for certain diseases. Like if you go to uh, Brazil, you know, um, there's malaria, I think, um, which is a disease that is very well known in Brazil, right? So you have to go and get a vaccine for that so that, that so that if you do get malaria it fights it off very quickly and if you go to mozambique mozambique is known for i think cholera or malaria between the two and you have to go and get a jab when you go to mozambique because it's known for you know mosquitoes right and you have to go and get um a jab for that so that you don't get malaria or cholera i don't know which one it causes which one is it's caused by mosquito i think it's malaria so each country offers different vaccines, right? But the one vaccine that is very popular amongst all countries is the COVID-19 vaccine. That's the one that is like literally leading the world right now, hey? So that's the one that is literally leading the world. Even the influenza va uh, vaccine, that's a very popular one as well, right? And it's recommended that, uh, you know, vaccinations should start at a young age, all right? So... We're going to talk about that, about vaccination. We're still going to continue the conversation and the importance of getting vaccinated at a young age, who can get vaccinated. And we're also going to talk about how vaccines are developed and tested. So we're going to talk about that in part two of the vaccination conversation. We're going to talk about that, I think, on Tuesday um, on episode eight. We're going to talk about um, who can get in, uh, vaccinated and how are vaccines developed and why is it important to get vaccinated at a young age? We're going to talk about that in the next episode. But you know me, I always like to play videos. So, by the way, the information that I'm reading is from the WHO website, all right? WHO.int. That's where I'm getting this information from. So here's a YouTube video that I like to play for you guys. And it's from Nature Video. So as the world awaits for a potential COVID-19 vaccine, we delve into how vaccines actually work. What are the different types of vaccines? How do they trigger and train the immune system? And what is the role of herd immunity? But today we're just going to be focusing on vaccines and how they work. Okay. So we're also going to talk in the next episode, we're going to talk about herd, Im herd immunity and what it is. Okay. I think that we're going to talk about that in the next few episodes. But here is the video. And I hope you enjoy. Take a listen. ...from infectious disease. But how do they work? Well, put simply, vaccines train our immune system to detect and attack pathogens. And we're going to walk you through how they do it from start to finish. Our immune system is a marvelously complex network of molecules and cells, which has the power to destroy pathogens like viruses and bacteria. The part of the immune system that vaccines train is called the adaptive immune system. Its first job is to recognize an invader. In the case of this bacterium, it does this by detecting molecular markers called antigens that are part of all pathogens. After detecting an antigen, 
the adaptive part of the immune system starts mounting a bespoke response. B cells convert to plasma cells and start creating proteins called antibodies, which bind specifically to the antigen. Together with immune cells called phagocytes, antibodies can destroy the pathogen. The adaptive immune system also produces killer T cells, which have the ability to detect and destroy cells infected with the pathogen. But it doesn't end there. To prevent against future infections, the adaptive immune system also has a memory. It produces long-lived memory cells, which lie in wait, ready to pump out the right antibodies and killer T cells if the same pathogen is ever seen again. This is called immunity. Vaccines work by activating the adaptive immune system and so creating immunity. They safely introduce antigens for the immune system to train on, preparing itself to fight real infections in the future. So what actually goes into a vaccine? Well, there are several different types. One of the most common are called live attenuated vaccines. These include things like MMR or BCG. Live attenuated vaccines work by introducing a weakened version of a living pathogen into the body. These attenuated pathogens are not strong enough to cause disease in people with healthy immune systems, but they can still trigger a strong immune response. Live attenuated vaccines trigger a similar immune response to a real infection, leaving behind the same memory cells. This means that some can provide a lifetime of protection after just one or two doses. Another key type of vaccine is called a subunit or recombinant vaccine. They work differently. Instead of a live sample, subunit vaccines contain only part of the pathogen. For instance, the vaccine for human papillomavirus, HPV, uses hollow virus-like particles made from a protein found in HPV. Alone, these subunits cannot get the immune system's attention, and so they need a bit of help from another ingredient, an adjuvant. Adjuvants wake up the immune system, triggering it to see the subunit antigens and start creating antibodies and memory cells. Subunit vaccines contain no live pathogens and so lack the genetic information needed to replicate. That means they are not infectious and are safe even for people with weakened immune systems. Great, but generally they don't trigger the production of as many memory cells compared to live attenuated vaccines. And so they don't provide such long lasting protection. Training the immune system through vaccination helps to protect individuals from infection. But vaccines can also protect people who can't receive them. This is called herd protection or herd immunity. Herd immunity is created when a large percentage of a population is immune to a disease. It works by disrupting chains of infection. Without new hosts to infect, pathogens can't survive. That means that if a pathogen tries to infect someone who is vaccinated and so immune, it dies and the chain of infection is broken. If enough chains are broken in a population, it becomes very difficult for pathogens to reach those who would be vulnerable. Herd immunity protects millions of people around the world. But if vaccination rates drop, there is a risk that diseases can reappear. For example, measles was declared eradicated in the United States in 2000. But since then, 
Falling vaccination rates have led to a resurgence of the disease with outbreaks recorded in 31 states. If herd immunity is maintained for long enough, though, diseases can be eradicated completely. For example, smallpox, which is estimated to have killed 300 million people in the 20th century, is now considered extinct. All thanks to vaccination, its training regime, and the wonders of herd immunity. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, the video is just explaining what COVID, uh, the, how vaccines work, what it is, and how they work, basically. So that was just a video. It is available online on YouTube, so you guys can go and catch it. You can go and get it there. And um, it, is, it, it is a video that will definitely, definitely help you. All right. So that is just a short video explaining uh, how vaccines work. But I want to play another one for you. Um, it, it explains what, what are vaccinations. So take a listen. If you understand this one method, you can make money online full. Okay. Don't know what's going on. All right. So yes, it's a, it's a video explaining what vaccines are and uh, how they work. All right. So I'm going to play it for you. Uh, it's also a YouTube video. Okay. Throughout history, we have developed vaccinations to protect both humans and animals from a wide range of preventable and potentially serious illnesses. With vaccines, we take advantage of one of the most important aspects of the immune system, the ability to develop immunological memory. This means that once the person or animal is exposed to a particular pathogen, in other words, anything that can cause an illness, they will develop resistance to infection with the same pathogen in the future. Our adaptive immune system contains white blood cells known as T and B lymphocytes. These become activated during the first time or primary exposure to a pathogen. Once the pathogen has been fought off by our body, population of these T and B lymphocytes, known as memory cells, remain in the individual. These memory cells remain on standby, ready to react quickly when the individual is re-exposed to that particular pathogen, in what is known as secondary exposure. The immunological memory helps the immune system respond much more rapidly and effectively than during the primary exposure. As a result, the individual is generally protected from the development of disease symptoms. Now that we know about immunological memory, what about vaccines? Well, it simply means that we generate this memory effect artificially and at an early stage to prevent future disease. This means we inject a weakened version of pathogens, inactive pathogens, or just particular parts of pathogens into the individual we want to protect. In healthy individuals, these vaccine components activate a specific immune response, mimicking primary infection, but weak enough not to cause the development of disease symptoms. For example, the varicella or chickenpox vaccine involves injection of a weakened version of the varicella zoster virus. In healthy individuals, this weakened virus will not cause chickenpox symptoms, but it will activate an immune response. As a result, when the vaccinated individual comes across the varicella zoster virus again, for example from a person infected with chickenpox, he or she will mount a rapid memory immune response to the virus and will not develop chickenpox symptoms. By taking advantage of immunological memory in this way, Vaccination prevents and controls the spread of a wide range of illnesses, including polio, smallpox, whooping cough, measles, and the seasonal influenza virus. In recent years, there has been controversy over the safety of vaccination programs. To date, all credible scientific evidence strongly supports the importance of vaccination in avoiding preventable illness in individuals and populations. 
So there you have it. Vaccinations. They trigger our immune system to develop memory cells ahead of time, meaning our immune system is ready to launch an attack as soon as the pathogen enters the body. Alrighty, there you have it. Thank you so much for uh, listening. That is a video from Fuse School, just explaining what vaccines are and how they work. So I don't know about you guys. Um, are you going to get vaccinated against COVID or not? Well, I'm going to help you understand what a COVID-19 vaccine uh, is and how it is produced. So stay tuned to the episode, part two of the episode uh, of part two of the new normal. Stay tuned. Next week, Tuesday, we're going to discuss the COVID-19 vaccine and how it is produced. And as we know, there's been a lot of controversy where the COVID-19 vaccine is concerned. So I will be giving you guys uh, more detail on what it is and how it is produced. All right. So everything that I've done on this episode, it's research. Okay. And um, I like doing my research before I upload a specific episode a specific episode so make sure that you don't miss out on next week's episode because it's going to be very informative and we're going to be talking about getting the COVID-19 jab and also what it is how it is produced is it safe we have different uh COVID-19 vaccines and are they safe which one is more effective against the virus and as we know that each country uses different vaccines purely because of the effect that it has on that specific virus on the specific virus right so um how effective are COVID 19 vaccines especially during the, the the new variant that has been discovered the delta variant how effective is it in fighting it so make sure you don't miss out next week's episode it's going to be very very informative and we are going to discuss the COVID-19 jab. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode, episode seven, uh, episode eight rather. We're going to do it again next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. But please do make sure you follow me at it's Google Zizwane on uh, Instagram at Google underscore April 2000 on Twitter at Google Zizwane on uh, Facebook and at April underscore it's Google 2000 on Twitter. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I will see you next week same time same place for now though let us end off the show you know i like to end off the show with some really good music it's a friday so i might as well shut down this episode with a song like i always do all right so thank you so much to tuning to episode eight of the new normal with me noma google Zizwane. it's been great it's been fun we'll see each other next week have yourself an amazing friday and have yourself an amazing weekend so i'm gonna end it off with uh, a very good song a feel good song because it's a friday you know uh we're gonna end it off with a feel good song all right i'm gonna end it off with a nice feel good song it's a friday so i can i might as well i might as well just end it off with a feel good song right all right so we're gonna end it off with uh bruno mars 24k magic 24 karat magic in the air. I love the song. I'm a dangerous man with some money in my pocket. Bye, everybody. Say my fault, they all be jacked. Keep up. Players only. Come on. Put your pinky, pinky, pinky.